Hello and welcome back to the For Foot Sake podcast. I'm your host, Mr. Bristow, and in this pod we go over the Bundesliga and Liga NOS team of the seasons, break down all the recent content, and look ahead to the Serie A team of the season. Thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoy. And let's get into the podcast. Today we have two returning guests and one brand new guest. First returning guest is simply DGR. Diego, welcome back. Good to be here, man. Good to be here. Second returning guest is that boy, Anto. Anto, welcome back. Thanks for having me. I appreciate you having me on. And our brand new guest today is Zero IQ TV. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Glad to uh, finally make it in here. So as we do with our first time guests, we like to ask them how long have they been playing FIFA for? And obviously, I know you're a streamer too and how long you've been streaming for. But let's get started with Ultimate Team. How long have you been playing it for now? Um, so I've been playing FIFA since forever, basically. Um, I think when I really started playing Ultimate Team, um, really picked up when I was in high school. I think before that, I was just playing like career mode and all that. But once high school started, so that would have been like FIFA, like 14, 15 ish is when I really started picking up an ultimate team and like going really hard into that. Um, so there's that. And then streaming, I uh, just, I'm still kind of new into the streaming, uh, you know, scene. So I just started streaming in October and, uh, you know, it's been going pretty well. And also, I think you're one of the only PC players I know as well. What have you thought of kind of playing PC or for FIFA this past year? Um, so PC, the obvious ones is the market is quite dead. You'll see what, like 4 million sometimes on the PlayStation or Xbox market when there's only 200,000 active transfers on the PC. Uh, so there's definitely, you know, that. And then I do play a lot of uh, the same people in a weekend league. Uh, it's not like how people say like, oh, you'll play the same person over and over and over. It's not like that. <laughs> um, but I do play probably the same person maybe twice, um, a couple times. Like that'll happen where I'll be like, ah, I, this guy slapped me up last time I played. So better get my my stuff together here. Um, but all in all, like, I haven't had a terrible experience. People say there's hackers. I've never experienced a hacker on, on PC. Uh, and I, as much as there's a hacker on PC, there can be a hacker on, on PS or Xbox as well. So Yeah, exactly. And also, I know you are. I, I do. I've got a little suspicion here that PC pack luck is higher. But I know you, you, if, if you follow Zero on any social media, you'll see every single day there probably is either an icon or something big packed. But would you, do you think pack luck is higher on PC or do you think you just got lucky this year? So I think if I wasn't also playing the RTG I would say, yeah, like PC pack luck is cracked, but I played my RTG for two weeks and I packed prime best in a mega pack and moments vintage in a hundred K pack. So I think it's just, my luck is just through the roof this year. It's just you. And obviously, yeah, I said both, obviously both accounts to our brand new account. So I know we spoke about this before. I think Diego and Anto, when they were last on the podcast too, about the brand new account luck as well, which could play a part mixed with the PC stuff. We're going to get right into the podcast though. We do have, we're going to go over quickly the La Liga tots we've recently had. And obviously La Liga was so much better than the Prem. But quickly, Diego, what are your thoughts on the, uh, on the La Liga tots? Uh, I, I love how this past week they made all these players very attainable, it felt like. 80 plus league specific player picks were insane. It brought insane content all week, relatively cheap. Um, and I feel like a lot of people rinse their clothes because these cards were really good. I think there were really out of the 15, maybe three or four that were literally unusable. And even some people could make use with those cards, but they brought out a lot of end game players, which obviously now that we are in May, that is all we ask for. 
the end game players were great. Uh, the SPCs were, were decent for La Liga. Um, and then we'll talk more on Bundesliga because I think that's changed a bit. And I think overall, just with La Liga, everything they brought out in terms of, once again, they bring us more icon SPCs. Uh, they brought us more, at least, icons in the SPC store to craft. Uh, and then just with upgrade packs for the whole week, I thought overall it was really, really good. Players were really end game and super linkable too. So it wasn't like a crazy league to go out for. Overall, I think EA, right after Prem, they just immediately doubled their effort. And now there's kind of a new standard set by La Liga because it was that good. Obviously, I think most people do have a lot of La Liga players in their team after La Liga Tots. So did you run any players in this previous weekend from La Liga? Yeah, so we, out of the 15 players packable, I spent about 1.7 million, 1.6 million into player picks. And we packed 11 of the 15. The other ones we never packed were Messi, Suarez, Oblak, and Jordi Alba. Everybody else was packed in that team. So I was able to run the likes of, obviously, Veron, uh, De Jong, the endgame guys. And then the guys that were kind of on the fringe, which were Benzema and Carrasco, I liked everyone. Um, I think Veron and De Jong, if they get into your team, they're not leaving the team for the rest of the year. Uh, Benzema's very good. Uh, could be replaceable with the 4-4. Same with Carrasco, 4-4 in a little week. But other than that, I think it was those are the guys I ran this week. I had a lot of fun, and uh, I'm excited to see how we change the team this week. Yeah, I think definitely week on week two, I think most people's teams are changing dependent on the team as well. Anto, I know you've had a bit of time away, but what did you make of La Liga 2? Yeah, so, you know, EA set the bar i'd say extremely low with how prem was but even that being said i thought they killed it with la liga and we're going to go into bundesliga as well but they've been killing it lately currently in my squad i have benzema and lucas vasquez both i think those are two really really good cards and uh la liga tots in general like diego was saying there's only a couple cards in the entire team that really aren't that usable and the biggest thing for me that i've seen with la liga tots the player picks in particular is that it's very, I would say it's not hard to pack these players in the picks. Like you have, uh, you go on Twitter and I would see Messi's every single day being pulled out of these picks for runs. And it's just good to see that like, these are actually attainable, like Diego was saying. Um, so not only are we getting really, really good cards, but we're actually seeing a lot of them in game as well. And then on top of that, we're getting tons of objectives to grind. The icon SBCs are just keep coming out every week, it seems like. And then daily SBCs, tons of packs and tons of players we can just, uh, work our way towards. So I think uh, La Liga was really, really good and they're continuing it with uh, Bundesliga too. Yeah, especially with Prem as well. Prem was very, very low and it almost seems like especially this we'll get into, La, get into Bundesliga, but La Liga did start kind of the, the ball rolling and it's kind of kept rolling into Bundesliga too. But Zero as well, what did you make of La Liga team this season? Um, so I think my luck was hitting during the La Liga team this season. Managed to pack myself De Young twice um, and I used over the weekend league De Young and uh, Lucas Vasquez in my midfield. Lucas Vasquez ran box to box, phenomenal. Um, like like Anthony was saying, and then um, I was playing De Young as a like CDM. Man is a beast in the midfield. He tears it up. Like no player has ever come close to what he's been doing. Uh, I I think that um, a lot of people were hating on the Marcelo SBC saying how it was like super overpriced. I think it's well-priced. I wouldn't say it was like a cheap, like, oh, you have to do it because it's like how good of the card is, it's so cheap. Uh, definitely not, but I think he was, I've done him and I think he's a great player. 
So I think he was well worth, uh, I think it was like a million coins almost for his SBC or something like that. I think it was worth it. So Yeah, no, I think when he came out originally, I think it was around 700, 800k. But obviously after that, with the with the increase of fodder recently, I think it went up to around a million come the end of it. But also there's not many five-star skills fullbacks too. And obviously this year, five-star skills is what everyone wants on a card. I know last year it's pretty more five-star weak foot as well. But this year, I think a lot of people are looking for those five-star skill players, which is why when they do come out, they are so expensive. But we are going to get into the Bundesliga now as well. I, especially with the team selection, I thought it was interesting because there was four players that they put into the team that weren't even included in the vote in general. And I think that kind of shows that what everyone knows too is that the votes really do not matter too much as far as who gets in the team. And I think now we've had the release of one man. It shows that, I, I from at least from social media, I think everyone, nearly everyone voted for one man in the team. He didn't get in. Then he released the SBC. They kind of put him behind a paywall. Again, we'll get into probably one man later on, but it is interesting what they've done with it as well. But Antu, I want to start with you first. What have you made of your initial kind of look at Bundesliga team of the season? Yeah, I got one word for you. Goretzka. That card just looks incredible to me. You know, last week with La Liga, we saw De Jong come out. Everyone was freaking out about that card. I didn't think we were going to see anything like remotely close to that for a while. And then this week, boom, Goretzka comes out. Very similar card, just super, super well-balanced everywhere. But not only that, this is a great promo, I think. Lewandowski with the upgraded weak foot, that's a really, really big change. Um, Sancho looks amazing. Uh, Moeller looks great. Coman's a decent card. Davies as well. Then you got LaCroix. I mean, out of nowhere, I like I don't watch Bundesliga at all, so I wasn't even familiar with who LaCroix was. 90 pace center back, you can't complain. These are some really, really good cards. And I think this promo, outside of maybe Hummels and Andre Silva, every card is really, really nice, in my opinion. You know, I'll so say, I yeah. think I like what they're doing, and the SBC's coming out as well with Mbabu. I just did Mbabu yesterday, I think. That's you know, another great card that's coming out. Um, Lazaro, there's plenty of good fullbacks to release in. So, Bundesliga again, I think EA is just doing a great job two weeks in a row now. Obviously, going off the increased week for two, I know Sancho had an increase too. Obviously, he's five star, four star. But again, there's a lot of good cheap players here as well, which is obviously what everyone wants to see too. And obviously, I know like La Liga was a lot of players were fairly packable. I feel like, especially this week too, I know there isn't many players above 83 rating that aren't in team of the season as well. So especially, I know they've released a few 83 plus times fives. I think if anyone wants to follow, there might be another one coming. But there's a, definitely another week where a lot of these cards are very packable. Zero, what do you make of the La Liga, or oh, sorry, Bundesliga team of the season? Um, so I'm kind of on the same train here with the Goretzka. Not quite sure why he's less rated than Kimmich when he has almost better stats across the board. But... Um, Man, the, the midfield definitely blew out of the park um, with Kimmich, Goretzka, and Muller all being able to go box-to-box box pretty much. And then Sancho, who's obviously looks insane. And then Coman, who I think is a very strong uh, player if you have a Bundesliga side. Uh, aside from that, the defense is kind of lacking for me. Um, and then Lewandowski, I mean, he looks great, but his team of the year didn't play very well. And then Holland, I'm just his his cards have just not been been great this year either. So I think the midfield really carries uh, this team this season. Is there anyone from this team that you're going to try and run in this week in league? Uh, so right now I'm running. Um, so I'm running a first owner. So it's just based off what I pack. I did get Neuer, so I'll be putting him in the team. 
Um, and then I did the Mbabu SVC as well as Tapsoba and Lazaro. So basically every Bundesliga, Bundesliga <laughs> SVC I've done, uh, all cracked defenders. Uh, I'll be trying Lazaro actually at CDM going box to box. Uh, with that five-star skills, I think he'll tear it up in the midfield. Yeah, no, he's very well-priced too. I think when he released, I think he was around 8K. I know he's gone up to probably about 120 now with obviously the increase of 8.2s and 8.3s and 8.4s in the past few days as well. But Lazaro looks like a mad card. And obviously Tapsoba is incredible. I mean, looks very, very similar to Varane. And then we did have the release of Aruzalon and Miri objective cards too. I think Ruzalon obviously gets good links to again guys like Lacroix. And I think definitely, I think I saw Bateson actually tweet out a team earlier or a back five, purely Bundesliga. And definitely, I know you're going on them up the midfield, but I think definitely with the additional players too, that Bundesliga is very strong at the back as well. Going for you here, Diego, what did you make of the Bundesliga team of the season? I think, honestly, with the team, when I initially saw it, because I, I didn't play much, I didn't stream much this weekend, um, with all the events going on and I got the first glimpse of the team on stream on Friday I think Leo has a pass with the five-star weak foot I think I've used him the like something that kind of holds him back was that 4-4 and now with the weak foot I think the shooting with this guy get him on any angle it's it's a goal um, Sancho's upgraded weak foot from three to four is phenomenal because now I think this year especially Sancho finally feels like he's finally reached that end game that these top players now want to use. Um, I packed team of the year, Kimmich. He's not my kind of player, but I know how annoying it is to play him in the midfield. He passes for me. Um, Hallen's 3-3 is always going to hold him back. I wish they upgraded that in some way because 3-3 is so limiting in this game. Um, Goretzka, that's the German hullet right there. Simple as that. That dude is going to be insane this weekend. Um, I don't really rate keepers just because, you know, it, keepers can be opinionated. I've seen the greatest keeper slip up. I've seen the worst keeper make the most insane save. Um, Mueller, I packed him last year. He's the way he moves in the game is, is so helpful to you. He does so much going forward and back that I think, like they said earlier, definitely suits the box to box. Um, I honestly, I wasn't really shot out of the roof with the end of the team. I think uh, Baku's decent. Same with Angelino. They just, they don't really, they're not going to stand out to any fullbacks I'm already using. Um, LaCroix looks interesting. Silva, I've, I don't really see an interest in him. We know how good Davies is, so he'll pass. But Savitzer and Hummels, to me, they aren't great. But like said earlier, I think the end of it with the defenders and Silva and Savitzer were very lacking. And uh, to me, Coleman. But then they made it up in the SPCs. And like I think it kind of comes in with the vote system as well. I think with these guys that got in that weren't voted, the guys that got voted or, you know, popular guys ended up getting SBCs. So I think the SBCs were phenomenal for Bundesliga. They really rounded out the defense, which in my, in my opinion was the only thing lacking. And the attackers outside of um, Halland and Coleman to me were really good. I think it's a really good team. Um, and now I think what, what'll, what we'll really start to find out this week is, as we continue to go on, how much better these guys are going to be. Because also, they, they've once again beat it with the objective players. I think Rusilon is phenomenal. I think he, he's, his links are great. And like you said earlier, and I think he'll go into anything. The value for all these guys is crazy. I mean, Bellingham, Tapsoba, Lazaro, Waman, Costa, and Babu. 
I mean, as Zero said, these guys are all on his team because they're all so easy to craft. He crafted all those guys. And if you want to go straight out of coin, that's less than a million on all these amazing defenders. So, I mean, hands down to EA, I think the additional players were better than La Liga. I think the team was a little bit under just in terms of defense, but it was really good overall. Yeah, like you spoke up to the SPCs, we'll, we'll go through them quickly. We'll see Douglas Costa flashback with the Waman card, Lazaro, Mbabu, Tapsoba, Bellingham. We had the Dortmund versus Leverkusen showdown released today on Tuesday. Damari Gray versus Zagadou. Also the Cruiser card released on Friday too. But a lot of good cards here. I'm happy they brought back the showdown too. I think Gray obviously has good links too, strong link to obviously to Bellingham. If you do want to run either him or Sanchi off Chem too, good link there. And Zagadou as well. Adds into the the amount of quality, quick, big centre-backs that the Bundesliga does have now as well. Obviously, speaking about the additional players too, and is there any players here apart from Mbabu that you wouldn't mind trying out? Or are you just happy to get Mbabu? I would love to try out Bellingham, honestly. It's just with the team I'm using right now, like I'm still using Foot Birthday Vidal, which I think is a really, really good uh, midfielder. So... For me, I'm also struggling on coins at the moment as I'm sending everything into player picks. So if I had the coins and the fodder, I would definitely look into doing some more SPCs from the Bundesliga. But with the state of my club, it's just it's not going to happen, probably. Yeah, no, it's tough as well. I know, especially week on week on week two, I think EA are kind of catching people out a little bit. So I remember going back to La Liga 2, I think I did Coutinho. And within a week now, Coutinho's out of my team because every single week they're going to bring out better players each week. But... It depends to see whether they try and make sure that the additional players are better each week or around the same. But obviously, post-Tots 2, we do know that. We don't know for certain, but there will be some big things after. So I think a lot of these SPC players look good for now. But give it a week or two, I think a lot of these guys won't be in your team because I think, like we said earlier, that each week everyone's team's changing to kind of suit that kind of team of the season. Zero, obviously, I know you spoke about a few of the players already, but is there any, any other players you've not done already that you wouldn't mind getting into your team from the additional SBCs? So what I thought about those, the ones that they dropped today is that you could strong link every single one of them. So like Bellingham gets the strong link to Gray because he's English, and then he gets the strong link to Zagadou because he's Dortmund. So I thought that was kind of interesting that they did that because you could probably build like a 4-3-3, like third variation or something like that and get them all linked together. Uh, I, I I thought really deeply into doing the Zagadou card, um, but I think I'm just going to hold out and hope that I get LaCroix in my reds. Uh, aside from that, I mean, I've done almost all, the, I've done all the defense um, aside from the new one uh, today. So yeah. I think I'm probably good there. The interesting one too, obviously we have Costa and one man, both five star, three star. And I know one man was a big one that everyone wanted to get. And I know a lot of guys you see in social media uh, give them the hype. But I think it's interesting. Like they're both two good cards, Costa and Waman. I think I think we spoke about this off off the uh, podcast earlier. That basically that Waman is it looks like a very good card, very cheap. But is he a card that is he's going to be enjoyable to use? But like we said also earlier, is that give it a week or two, will these cards be anywhere near your team as well? Obviously, Costa I think is slightly better. But again, if you do want to enjoy the game, use cards that you enjoy, kind of fun plays. And obviously, Waman and Costa are both two fun cards as well. We do obviously have the return of upgrades on Sunday as well. There were some different upgrades here and there. The player picks this week weren't league specific. And I know they've been releasing a lot of the 83 plus times 5 on obviously the 85 player picks. 
But Zero, what have you made of the upgrades with Bundesliga? Do you like how they've changed it from league-specific to just normal 8 one pluses, or would you rather there be league-specific? Uh, I think the league-specific are better in terms of getting team of the seasons. Uh, the 81 plus, I feel, are better for fodder, just getting pure like 88s, 89s. Um, but then I think the worst one is the 81 card because I think it takes like, uh, I want to say it's four rares for it. And it just, it seems like just, a, just it seems underwhelming to trade that many cards for a single 81 that you don't even have the choice, you know, of like the player pick. Yeah, I think obviously everyone loves the Playbooks too. And I know, I think these Playbooks are getting to around 10, 11, 12K now, which is, which is crazy considering that I think, uh, I mean, at least now that Fodder's risen, you can kind of get your money back from a lot of these. But if you don't get anything above an 85, then you're losing coins every single time. Anto, is there any of these, I know you said you want to try and send some upgrades, but is there anyone that, any certain upgrades that you want to try and target? Yeah, so like for me personally, the only one I've been touching is the 81 plus player pick. Um, surprisingly, even though it's not a league specific player pick, I've been hitting a lot more Bundesliga tots than I was last week when I was doing the La Liga ones, which is kind of weird. I don't know why that is, but my luck has been really, really good with these player picks. So I'm going to keep doing those. And then like the 85 plus, uh, player picks, I think they just announced the other, the second one today, I've already done both good tots cards out of both. So, I mean, those are the only two I'm really doing. And then of course we have like the, um, the guaranteed Bundes card, which I did. I got Davies, which, you know, would be good, but I have untradeable team of the year version already. So, um, but in terms of upgrades, the only one I'm going to be touching is the 81 plus player pick. I don't think the other two or whatever it is, I don't think they're worth it at all. I think this one is the best bang for your buck. And obviously, yeah, with the Prem too, I know Prem was the only one with, with really a bad player pick system. I think all the Prem we're going back to was the 75 plus rare player Obviously, no, the La Liga was the eight, I think, eight plus league specific. We obviously, with the eight one plus, this one here been a lot better. And I know I've done, I think I've done probably about between seven and ten. I did get a raffle from the Liga Nostots last night, but also fodder as well. I'm, I've been getting a lot of eight sixes, eight sevens from these rare player picks, which is obviously good to then go into these SPCs that they're releasing every single day as well. And Diego, I know you said you weren't going to touch Bundesliga upgrades too much, but have you been tempted this week at all or not? I, I haven't, but speaking on the upgrades, I think right now EA are still, to me, what it looks like is I think they're kind of experimenting. Because um, if, if they were set in stone with how they wanted content to come out, we would see the same thing every week. I like the variability. We don't know exactly what kind of upgrade we may get every week. Um, but I would say this week for the upgrades, I think they take a step down, in my opinion, from La Liga. But it got made up in the SBCs by 100. I think the SBCs blew the La Liga SBCs out of the water. I do think the upgrades are a little worse here because I don't think it's ever worth doing an 81 through 87 pick. Or to me, I think the upgrades lack a little bit. But the player picks, I think, are still going to be the best. I just I like the, abil the ability of knowing I have the final say in what I get to pick. And even though it's not league specific, I still think 81 plus is solid. I mean, one of three 81s, it is a little expensive, but I mean, I've seen for the most part, everyone doing these in bundles either breaks even or makes profit. And at the end of the day, we all want to see that blue flare. And I'm seeing a lot of Bundesliga Tots getting packed. So I think the 81 plus player pick is interesting. I don't think it's as good as the league specific, but I still like that going forward. 
and the specific, you know, premium and league upgrades. I'm not a big fan of those. Um, but other than that, I, I think you just go player picks. They're solid. I think I'll skip out this week. Cause it'll be really hard. Like you say every week, if you're packing these guys, I would like to continue to use them, especially cause like if I'm not trading or if I'm not opening a, a source of packs all the time, my coins necessarily won't jump every single week. Um, so I think I, I'll hold out on this week, but I would love in my guarantee or an 85, because I will do the 85 plus, I think 85 plus player pick. You can't skip it. Even if you don't like the league, you just got to do it. It's almost a guaranteed blue every time. I'm knocking on wood right now because I'm going to get three goals <laughs> on stream tomorrow. So, uh, but yeah, I think you definitely do 85 pluses an 81 plus player pick. And I think that's just the way you send Bundesliga. But all I'm really looking for this week is Goretzka or Davies to me, in my opinion. And then I'll definitely use those guys in the team. If I get one of those two. And obviously what you touched on there too, it's nice to see them bringing out different upgrades each week. I know they're not too dissimilar week on week, but it kind of keeps us guessing a little bit. And like I said, they are experimenting a little bit. And I think for me, I think I prefer the 81 plus play, but just because you can pack the other Tots team as well, but it obviously depends whether that Tots team interested you or not. And obviously, speaking of the other Tots teams, we have do have the Liga Nos, which was released on Monday. Liga Nos has some interesting cards too. Maybe not the the best minor league team. I think from what I can see here, for me, one card that really stands out is the uh, Pedro Gonçalves here. It looks almost like a baby Bruno Fernandez card. Obviously, with the uh, all eight stats all over the board, very good going forward. And he kind of looks similar to Lucas Vasquez too, but he's a central card. Otavio and Rafa, obviously two very good cards as well, but the rest of the team is what it is. I know we did have the Corona objective card released on Monday as well, which he's not bad. And I would have hoped he would have been five-star, five-star like it was last year. Fortunately, it's only four-star, five-star. But Zero, I want to go to you. Are, you. are you looking at Liga Nos at all? Or are you kind of just seeing it as another little minor league tot you're going to miss? I don't think there's anyone where I'm like, oh, I need to have this guy. Um, but if I did get myself a Pedro Gonzalez, uh, I could definitely slot him in. I do have, you know, that Ronaldo in my team. So it could get a nice little <laughs> weak Portuguese link. Um, so I'd definitely try him out if I did pack him. But there's nobody here that I'm like, oh, this guy has to get into my squad. So, And that's been, I think that's been the issue with a lot of these minor league teams is that they've been okay. But there's not many cards that you see from these minor leagues that people are going to run in their main team. I think going back to the Saudi League, I know I think I've seen a few Remarinos. But apart from that, these minor leagues have been a bit hit and miss, to be fair. Anto, is there anyone here that you've taken a second glance at or not? Yeah, honestly, I looked at the, the Liga Nos team and I just glanced away immediately. There's really nothing for me that's going to make it into my squad. But I will say um, what's really cool now is that we have the option with all these icon SBCs coming out. Like, for example... I have SC and I have Daglish, Desai. Um, it's now a lot easier to put these cards in your squad than it was before. So in case in the future we do get a really, really nice card from one of these minor leagues, um, it's a lot easier to slot them in, which is cool. But yeah, in terms of this team in particular, uh, nothing's going to make it in my squad. I'm just going to probably send all these into uh, other SBCs or something. Yeah, speaking of icon links too, I know I put a raffle last night. I might actually try and run Rafa in a weekly somehow or linking him in with an icon. But for me, Rafa was very good early on in the game. His 83 was quality for the bench for me. And using this card last night, I know he's only four star, three star, but just that pace and the agility and balance, one of those cards that you can really feel that pace. And I think he's got, I think around 99 on the agility and balance, which 
obviously helps with 98 pace too. And obviously, Diego, are you the same kind of way here? Do you like any of these cards or not? I actually think this Liga Nos is very comparable to the Prem. Um, no, all right. Listen, listen. Okay, right, hot right. take, hot no, take. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I, listen, it, it's the same thing. It's let's let's go on to the next one. If it's not <laughs> if it's not Otavio or Gon Gon is it Gon Gon Calves Gon Salves? I I can't speak with any kind of accent. So I, yeah, I think <laughs> those two would be cool. Maybe in reds or something. If you don't get any good reds coming out, those two could be okay. But it, it's just you know on to the next one. These minor leagues, as you said, they just they may have one or two okay cards, but not nothing, man. It's just it's Bundesliga all this week. Nothing. Yeah, it's more of a case of what cards from these minor leagues could be a good super sub when you do need them as well. And it looks like as though they are bringing out new icon SPCs every single Sunday. It seems like they're trying to go with a pattern now with the release of Gerard Yashin and Carlos Alberto released on Sunday as well as the 91 plus prime icon upgrade. Zero, I know you did one of these icons. Which one did you do and why did you end up doing him? So I told you obviously that I did all these Bundesliga defenders and my previous goalkeeper was team of the season Oblak and now I'm trying to run a first owner so I was like okay obviously I need a new goalkeeper here so uh, I went ahead and I did 95 Yashin uh, I finished him and I was like nice slotted him in the team I did one 81 plus upgrade and I got Neuer so um, safe to say he's on the reserves and probably I'll probably keep him just in case I end up switching up the defense later on but it was just one of those where you're just, you know, banging your head on your desk. <laughs> I can't I can't believe you've actually gone ahead and done one of them and not even used them anymore either. But that's the thing. With your pat luck, I think you might as well stay away from any SPC as well. But Anto, are you going to do any of these icon SPCs? Are you letting any of them catch your eye? Uh, honestly, I probably won't end up doing these. I just finished SIE like a couple days ago, threw a lot of my fodder into that. If anything, maybe Yashin, but in terms of like uh, Carlos Alberto and Gerard, I think there's going to be way better cards uh, coming out with Syria soon and Ultimate Tots and everything in the future. So I just don't think it's really worth it per se, unless you're having trouble with chemistry uh, issues and stuff like that. So Yashin maybe, but outside of that, nothing else. Yeah, the issue I think with Gerard too is that I don't, again, I know this, uh, there is a lot of Liverpool fans out there and for a guy like Gerard, they want to get him into the team, but we're getting to the stage now where you probably only want to do SPCs you think are being close to endgame. I think Gerrard's nowhere near that, unfortunately. But I think Carlos Alberto looks like one of the best right-backs in the game, can play him centre-back, obviously one of his cards in a centre-back. But the only issue with him too is I think he's 1.6, 1.7 million right now, which is I think just coming in, I think it's coming in above the car of the market. So if you've got a lot of fodder, maybe consider doing him. But I don't think he's too dissimilar from Zambrotto, which I know a lot of guys have done. But Diego, are you thinking along the same lines with these three new icon SPCs? I I like Capita a lot. I think I had Carlos Alberto last year. Um, he was phenomenal. And I obviously the way the game is played this year, uh, I've had to switch over to the dark side a few times. And listen, <laughs> fullbacks and center backs, it is what it is. Um, I've come I've come to the agreement that that's just how everybody's playing now, and that's on EA, however you see it. I think Alberto's phenomenal as a center back. Um he has the big body type and he can dribble, which sometimes in bad gameplay or in those tight weekly games when everyone turns on that constant pressure and you get that initial tackle, 
got to distribute the ball quick. I think he's amazing at that. He is like Zambrotta. He does like a, a little bit on the skill moves in the weak foot. But, I mean, he's 3-4, so it's not completely unusable. I think he can play as a wing back, a right back, a center back. Like you said, a little expensive right now. But with a lot of these good icon SBCs, I've noticed they kind of come out a little bit more expensive. And over time, they slowly – their value depreciates, and then it starts to become more worth it. So I think Alberto is 100% phenomenal. I think if anyone needs icon links somewhere in the back line, and you didn't get to do Zambrota because I'm pretty sure he's expired now. I think you easily just go ahead and slot Alberto. You will have no problems. And especially with Ligun coming up, I know that Neymar, that team of season Neymar, just gold Neymar, any version, you want a, a green link right there, then go ahead and slot him in some way to get him linking with Alberto. But I think he's the only one that stands out to me. Keepers are keepers. Gerard, you know, as good as he was in real life, just limited by just his in-game stats and his skills and weak foot. Um, so to me, it, it's Alberto or nothing, but I'm excited to see what they bring out. If this pattern continues, like you said, um, I think everybody should just stay liquid and hold fodder. Cause I think we're going to get some icons here soon that are a hundred percent. You just send it. I think they're really going to start to push now these incredible icons. Cause now they know it. I mean, it's may like finally we're seeing these. And if we get them weekly, these are out for like 40, 50 days. There's no need to go rush immediately and go do one. Just wait a little bit. Yeah, definitely. I think there will be some big ones soon as well. I know we are getting to a stage now where a lot of people should have a lot of coins. I know a lot of people don't have many because they are constantly churning out these SPCs, which is kind of smart and away from EA because everyone's doing at least probably two or three SPCs per week from each kind of TOTS team. And then when they suddenly bring out, whether they whether they do bring out a Hullet and R9 these big guys anytime soon is remains to be seen. But I think they will continue to bring out three Icon FCs every single Sunday, which is good coming to the end of it. And obviously brings us into the next segment here of Icon Swaps. I know they did come out last week and I myself, I'm partway through it. I did go ahead and take the five token, the moments icon. And I probably will go ahead and do the, I think it's a 92 plus one for seven tokens. And then the three folder packs too. Unfortunately, the five token one didn't pay out for me. I ended up getting a Moments Del Piero, which will never see my team ever. But I have seen some good ones from these. I know I packed one of um, one of my moderators, Mav. He did end up getting a Moments Sedan. And I've seen a few more other good ones as well. But Diego, I want to start with you first here. What have you made of Icon Swaps in general? And what are you taking and what have you taken so far? I mean, we've we've always just been asking, right? Just just stay level with the game. Whatever level power level we're at, swaps have to be there. Cause if we're gonna grind a lot of hours, it's not free at the end of the day. I've said it with the first one when we came on here and talked about it. It costs your time. You could be trading, you could be playing, you could be playing drafts. So if you're gonna spend this much time, I would like to know that I can get something back at equal return to what is being played in the game. So I think Icon Swaps 3, I think we can all agree, was by far the best one. Um, I personally am going with 1, 2, 3, 5, and 7. So I'm going to go ahead and take all the fodder packs. I already opened my Icon Moments pack. Sadly, we're still waiting to hit the big boy icon. Um, we did pack uh, Henrik Larsson. And I'm going to go with 7, too. I think the 92-plus Moments attacker midfielder, it sounds really good. And only for 7, right? So... 
these fodder packs can be opened in whatever order you want them. You can open them. You can save for ultimate, which is what I plan to do. I think with the remaining tokens, we'll take the 84 and the 81, have those open for ultimate. And then once the second set comes out, I'll get the 83 times 25 done and the seven done. But so far, I think a lot of fun. Um, even if you want to go look into more expensive routes, um, it's going to cost you more time. It's, you know, you never know how good these are, but because of how different this swaps are, I think so many people are going to try different things. So it's cool. I mean, we'll find, we'll find out what the real gems are soon. Cause I remember in icon swaps one, that, that player pick for 15 was insane. So we'll see which one ends up being the best one this time, but I think one, two, three, five, seven, you never go wrong with fodder and then give yourself a, a chance with moments. Cause I think at this point of the year, we're not looking for prime icons. We're not looking for anything below a moment. It's it's moments or nothing now. Exactly. I know also, I think most people especially are going for that kind of that same selection there, the one, two, three, five, and seven. I don't know many guys who are going for a certain icon, which kind of takes it away from the whole icon sort of things that I liked about it last year. Anto, go to you next here. What are you taking in icon sort of three and what do you make of it compared to the other ones? Yeah, so starting off, I just want to say, I think the Icon Swap 3, what they're doing now, I think is really, really good. Just like Diego said, it's staying with the power curve, which is the biggest thing. And um, so, yeah, I, I really like what they're doing. It's funny because actually when Icon Swaps 3 first came out, like the first minute it came out, I was in a call with Diego for maybe like 30 minutes to an hour. And we were just sitting there trying to figure out what is like the best value. Uh, how can we spend our time the most efficiently and get the most out of swaps? So just like he's doing, I'm going to be doing the fodder packs as well as the moment pack for five tokens, I think it is. And then the one for seven tokens, which is the uh, the attacker slash midfielder moments. So I've already done my 83 pack and my 84 pack. Um, and then I'm planning on doing the 81 probably with Syria Tots. Maybe we'll see. I don't really know where I want to use it yet. I've seen it hasn't been that good, but um my 84 pack was amazing, actually. I think I had five or five tots in it, five or six tots, which was incredible. I wasn't expecting that. Um, so, yeah, it's been paying off really well for me, and the grind's been pretty easy. Um, again, like previous swaps with the squad battles, you can combine a lot of them. So um, I did that. I, I knocked two swaps out with seven games, I think, and I'll probably do that again because now I have to do the Portuguese. Uh, I think it's Portuguese uh, UCLs. So I'm going to be working on that soon. And then they got the champs in the rival games. You know, it's not bad. Like, I think the grind does take a little while, but it's not like impossible objectives. It's just going to take a little bit of time. And I think especially today, uh, compared to previous icon swaps, these fodder packs are a lot more significant because you'd now have a really, really good chance of pulling TOTS cards as before people were opening them up during just normal promos. So with the opportunity to get some really, really huge cards, I think it's more than just fodder packs now, which is cool. Yeah, definitely. I know the first one kind of coincided with Team of the Year a little bit. Obviously, the third one with Team of the Season. I think the second was around, depends when you open it. For me, I think I opened it around headliners. I know you could have done it, I think, around what if possibly two. But obviously, Anto, what would take you, what kind of moments card would, would it make you want to go for, say, a 10 token? Who, if there was certain icons in it, who would you look for to then tempt you to then take one for tokens? Yeah. So, I mean, like the icon SPCs that are coming out, we saw like moments constant come out a couple of weeks ago. It was it last week. So maybe big boys like that, that like, if they gave us like a continent, an Eto, things like that, you know, like a, like a moments I'm saying, um, 
just big boys like that. I think a Maldini moment would be so, so cool. Um, but like these big, big uh, moments cards that we just don't see played a lot in games that are hardly packed. I would consider grinding like 15, 10, 15 tokens for, but if it's not going to be an end game card like that, I just don't see it being worth and I'd rather do the fodder packs. Yeah, and that's been the issue I think with every single icon swap this year is that none of the icons have been tempting. I'm not seeing many people at all that are going with an icon from each of the first three, which, I mean, not surprising, but it does kind of change a lot from last year where you could only take certain icons and at least then they were more usable, I think, at the time they did come out. Zero, what are you going with an icon swaps and what have you made of this one compared to the other ones? Uh, so I'm going the same exact route that everyone else is going with the three fodder packs, the moments, and then the 92 moments. Uh, I opened my moments already and I got Terry Henry, which is obviously like a huge dub for most people. For me, he's only on my bench. <laughs> um, um, I think I opened my 81. I can't, I could honestly not tell you what I got from it. Uh, I think I probably opened it during my 24 hour where it's, you know, <laughs> Uh, I was dying, but in terms of like the players inside the swaps, you could have made them all moments. You know, it's only a plus one on their ratings. Um, no one wants to see the, you know, Vieira's bald head. They want to see him running around or whatever his dynamic image is, you know. Um, and then like the the 93 plus moments uh, player pick, it's sick. But, you know, by the time the middle of June comes around, Everyone's going to have every tots. That's the point where they start rolling out the like guaranteed team of the year, or team of the seasons that uh, you get the icon objectives uh, during that time. I think is that when they started dropping those. So at that point, like what really is a dub out of that pack? Hullet, Cruyff, like the biggest ones where, where the odds are probably against you and getting them. Yeah, exactly. And that's the thing as well. It's a bit annoying that I like that they brought in the player picks. I know from the, I think it was the first one, the player picks look really OP. Just that the issue is now, I don't think anyone's got the patience to wait until kind of the next batch come out to do any of these. And obviously, Zero, what have you made of the grind for these tokens? Do you think it's been fairly easy so far to get these icon swap tokens? I mean, obviously, I don't like that they upped the grind a little bit. I think it went from 15 Rivals games to 20 and then from six to seven of the squad battles. Uh, but even then, like, it's it's not a hard grind. You'll get it just by playing the game for the most part. Um, and then everyone's doing golden goal on those um, the other ones, like the league-specific ones. Uh, for me, especially on PC, uh, it takes forever to find somebody. <laughs> uh, but when you do find someone, there's like a, probably like an 80% chance uh, that if you give them the goal and then quit, you'll match up with them again right away, and then they'll give you a goal. So then you just go back and forth with this random person uh, just because that's how little that friendlies mode is played this far into the swaps. And the important question is here, obviously, regarding goal and goal. I know you said say you did it. If someone scores first and pauses the game, what do you do? All right, so it's not like the pausing it that, that bothers me, right? <laughs> If you score first, celebrate on me, take it to the halfway line where it's now my kickoff, and then you pause it. I'm sorry, I'm taking that game 120 minutes if I can. <laughs> and Diego, are you the same way? I, I like this question because a lot of people have different answers to it. But Diego, are you the same way here? Would you stay in the game or not? It, it's interesting because my mindset has changed over the year. Um, 
if you score on me and you pause on me, I don't care. Play me a weekend league. I'll probably beat you. So I'll just leave. I'm not going to waste my time. Um, but as Zero said, if you're going to go on and do like a crazy celebration, um, I'll, I'll draw it and then I'll leave. Simple as that. So if you need a win, sure. I don't know. I'll, I'll draw the game and then I'll leave. But I, I used to be on the whole play it throughout, but I don't care, man. For the most part, everyone is doing golden goal. There are going to be guys that aren't, if I don't need to stay in the game and, and you score first, sure. I, I'm, I don't care, bro. It's, it, it, I remember because, right, some people do take the offense to the pausing or to the certain celebrations or any type of in-game tactic that could throw you off a bit. For me, I'm just trying to get my swaps done. I'm worried about me, my team. Listen, you want to do – you can't do this in weekend league, so, I mean, we can play and we'll see what happens then. But uh, it, I, I'm cool and now. It's – I, I just like to have fun on stream and stuff. So at worst, if you do that crazy celebrating, I'll just I'll draw it and leave. But other than that, you can score, you can pause for me. Saves me a button click, I'll leave. I don't care. It's all good. And Anto, are you what, what what way are you going here? Are you more zero or more Diego? Um, so I guess I could say I'm a little bit of both. Um <laughs> Let's just say when I'm on stream, I try to set a good example for other players. And, um, you know, I'll leave. I won't get upset. I'll laugh it off. But as soon as the stream's done and I'm playing my grind by myself, I'm going to sweat that game out as hard as I can, celebrate. I'm going to start pausing, using all my pauses, and maybe even send a message or two afterwards. So, uh, you know, it really just depends on when you guys see me. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I guess on stream, I'm setting a good example. Off stream, uh, just you don't want to come against me. I'll put it like that. <laughs> At least everyone knows what the real Ando is like as well now. Um, but I would say I used to be the same way. If some guy pulls on me, I'd wait the whole game. But I think now they've only made it, so it's only four wins needed for each one. I think you've got to score in 10 games. The wins really don't matter now too. So for me, if a guy pauses, I'm going to quit. Saves me a bit more time. But I definitely agree at first. If a guy pulls first, I was at right. I'm either going to equalize here or I'm putting the controller down. Make sure the analog sticks move in a certain direction. I wait in the whole game. But... I don't know whether it's getting a bit older now, but I'm not I'm not going to waste my own time as well here. But obviously, we do have the Serie A coming out this Friday as well. We do have a little prediction here with Serie A, and I have heard a cheeky little rumor, not confirmed here, that Ronaldo might possibly be five-star, five-star. Although that probably is a rumor, probably won't happen, but there are some nice cards here. I think Milinkovic-Savic could be a decent card as well. He's got the headliner card, which turned out to be really good value for the SBC. Insigne is always a decent card, but I think it'll be cheap. But he has got finesse shot trade too, which does come in handy this year. But there's a lot of other good cards in the Serie A team. And I think, I know not many people are looking forward to it because the links are sometimes tough with Serie A. Because a lot of weird nations, there's not a lot of guys from the same nation in Serie A. But Anto, I want to start with you first. Is there anyone here that you're looking forward to getting in the Serie A team of the season? I mean, obviously, Cristiano would be amazing, but I mean, what are the chances of that? So being realistic, I don't know if I'll get to see that card or not. That'd be amazing. But Lukaku looks really good for another striker card with they have him at 95 physicality and 95 shooting. I, I like that card. Um, another card, I think my favorite card out of this uh, prediction is probably Kessie, to be honest. Um, I know how good Kessie's been with his previous cards, and they're now predicting him with 98 physicality um 91 defense really good pace really good shooting just a really solid box-to-box -box card so i think that card 
um, probably is appeals to me the most because I would love to boost up my midfield because right now I'm running Essien and Vidal. So it is time for me to upgrade Vidal. And uh, with Kessie, I think that'd be perfect. Other good cards I see in here, Martinez looks fantastic. I've used uh, his inform and the inform was really, really good. So I can't imagine what his Tots card would be like. Hernandez, 97 pace. I know a lot of people probably run him at uh, center back. 99 dribbling, 95 passing. Like that just seems like an amazing card with the French links as well. Um, Syria could be another really good tots. You know, if they just keep doing what they're doing these past two weeks, uh, we could be in for a really good week of tots. No, definitely. And Zero, go to you next. I know you've already got a little uh, untradeable Ronaldo in your team, but what other cards here from Syria do you like the look of? Uh, so I'll be honest, for my own selfish reasons, I hope that Cristiano doesn't get the skill or the, the week for upgrade uh, because then, you know, I won't feel like I have to really grind Syria uh, already having, you know, the best version of his card. Um, I'm, I mean, I'm looking at the team. I wish that whoever made these predictions would have predicted the stats on Hernandez because it seems like they just copy-pasted Insigne's stats over. <laughs> um Hernandez is is definitely the one for me out of this team that I'm like really looking forward to, especially if I can get my hands on a LaCroix to link that across. That'd be great. Um, aside from that, there's not really anyone uh, who jumps out at me too much. Kessier would be nice, but he's just so hard to link. Um, I remember last year I had Kessier's summer heat card, but you could link him to um, the summer heat Ibra. Uh, which was was nasty, absolutely nasty. But this year, obviously, there's no uh, Ibra in sight. So I think uh, I'll probably end up staying away from Syria uh, personally, unless I can try to grind for that Hernandez card. Yeah, and tough thing too, I don't think there's many cards here that are going to be strong links to Ronaldo anyway. I know Juve had not had a great season, so it could be interesting there to see. I mean, Ronaldo's going to be expensive, you'll know that, but... I think a lot of these other cards could be fairly cheap too, just because of the or the amount of links that they probably won't have in the end. But Diego here as well. Is there any cards here that you like the look of? I mean, I think I'm going to echo the same thing as everybody else. Um, Theo and Kessie. Kessie for me, I think they're both phenomenal. I've used Theo this year as headliner. Uh, I use him a lot. I use him a lot in drafts, even as inform. Uh, he's a really, really good card in this game. The, he's got a little bit of some key dribbling sets that are low that I think the team of the season card will be fixed with. Uh, but uh, to me, that guy's going to be very versatile, uh, playing wing back, uh, left back, center back. He'll be able to do it all. Kessier got to use his road to the final. That dude is going to be an insane holding mid. And sometimes what some holding mids lack in this game is that ability to dribble on their own, which I think he'll be able to have that easily covered so i really like them too a lot and they strong link so i'm not going to go in on syria but if i pack one of them then i'm definitely going to try and find a way to get both of them into my team um and for ronaldo oh lord please don't give him five five listen you didn't do anything to messi don't do anything to ronaldo simple as that keep the goats how they should be all right five four is 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 good enough i'm playing team of the year ronaldo every week now it's awful. I don't need to see this cow five five. Please, no. No, I, I can only imagine how expensive that card would be as well. And if you guys hear that no one's really touched upon is Luis Luis Muriel. I think it's got potential to be a very nice card too. Obviously, Mkhitaryan will be four star, five star. And again, Mkhitaryan is always a good card in FIFA. And one other card here too is Quadrado. 
Another five-star skill move right back. Who could obviously get that strong link to Ronaldo as well. But again, Serie A's got potential. And obviously, shout out here to Elite Foot, Foot Donk and Harrison for the prediction here. But I think Serie A has potential. But also, I think obviously Bundesliga's got, Bundesliga's got a lot of good German links with obviously same league players. I think La Liga had a lot of Spanish guys could link in there. The issue is that Serie A, there's not many guys in it that do have the similar nationality who will get that strong link other than the league link as well here. But I do want to touch on as well what you guys want to see for the rest of the team of the season. No community started off okay, Prem really died down, and then the last two have been very, very good. Zero, I want to start with you first here. What do you hope to see in the rest of the team of the season? Uh, to touch a little bit more on the Serie A real quick, I want to see a under-23 for McKinney. I think that would be great, a fun card to link uh, to my Ronaldo that I already have. Um, aside from that, for the rest of the team this season, man, if they could just keep up with the content that they've been dropping with, the upgrade packs every Sunday, the really strong and uh, fair-priced SBC players that are TOTS or TOTS moments or what have you, um, I think as long as they just keep the way they've done it for La Liga and now for Bundesliga, if they just keep running those, uh, I think they're looking at a very strong uh, team of the season overall. No, definitely. But I will say one issue is with the amount of SPCs they are bringing out is that right now, Fodder is reaching a really high point. And right now, I'm not sure how they're going to bring it down. But Anto, what do you hope to see for the rest of TOTS? And you hope it kind of carries on the way it is currently? Yeah, so like going into specifics, I don't really know what exactly I would look for coming up soon. But what I will say is just keep riding the wave. Um what they've been doing these past couple of weeks. I just hope we see more uh, SBCs, more players that we can uh, do SBCs every single day. That's awesome. The objectives they keep pushing out are amazing as well. It gives us something to play during the week. I think that's one of the biggest things is that I just want to be able to be engaged with FIFA during the week and just not only play weekly. Because I know I've come on here in the past and say, I don't touch FIFA throughout the week and I only play from Friday to Sunday. But now with TOTS and especially with all the content they're giving us, if they keep doing it the way they are now, uh, I'm definitely going to keep like playing from Monday through Thursday because there's stuff you can be doing. Uh, you can be getting more packs, grinding new players, getting more fodder. There's just so much stuff you can be doing. So if they just keep doing that, um, I think that's good for the entire player base. No, definitely. I know we spoke about beforehand, obviously with other people on the podcast as well, is that we kind of want there to be a point where there is so much content that we can't decide what to do or we kind of spoil it for choice. And I think we are getting to a point now where that is the case. Again, there's so many good Bundesliga SPCs that are coming out. And you've kind of got to pick and choose what ones you do want to do. And Diego, are you happy with the way TOTS is going? Do you want anything to be changed going into the end of TOTS or not? I love how it how it's been going. Um, a, a great example of what EA have finally done. Since Sunday, Weekend League, I have not picked up the controller until I think I'm going to pick it up here once we're done tonight. I think I'm going to get on and start grinding a little bit. I've looked at how many SPCs there are for me to do. And I, I've lost track. I mean, all the daily SBCs, all the player SBCs, icon SBCs. There's so much for me to do. Like, I, I'm worried I might miss me not even seeing something that's out. So I think right now everything that's going for EA in terms of uh, TOTS, keep bringing it. It's a standard that you've held yourself to now for two straight weeks. Continue that. Make things better. Um, if there's one thing that we have yet to see, I think it's that time of the year now. We need to see in those SBCs to craft 
No more primer moments. 91 prime. No, let's go. Moments icons. We need them. We need them. We need, if it's not repeatable, maybe one every three, four days. But I know last year they got to a point to where we got those repeatable moments icons and they were relatively cheap too. So I think continue your, your process of upgrade packs, good teams and SBCs, but give us, give us that moments icon now. Cause I, I feel a little bad when we're getting duplicate team of the seasons and I have no choice, but to throw it into a, a prime icon upgrade. Like I I'm, I'm kind of done with them. Uh, I keep getting baited by my chat to, to throw my, my dupes in there and I'm still getting L's and I'm packing duplicate prime icons. I've only, I've only packed like seven icons and I'm getting duplicate prime gigs. Like, I don't know how this is happening, but listen, it's, it's moments time, man. Love everything so far moments, icon upgrade. And I'm, and I'm good. Yeah. It seems strange too, for them to drop so many moments icon SPCs well not SPCs, but in the swaps tokens. And then for them to go and release another prime icon pack this coming past week. But I do want to go into one last question here from Viz FIFA. It is who's your favorite underrated gem in foot this year? And so I want to start with you first here. That who would you say is your underrated gem in Ultimate Team this year? And he always says, do not say Coutinho. He's okay. not an underrated gem. <laughs> yeah, Coutinho is a good card to be fair. But in terms of underrated gems, I've, I kind of like pride myself on trying to find these underrated cards throughout FIFA. So in terms of all the ones I've used, I'll give you like my top three. And that's going to be Moments Clivert, I think, was highly underrated. I thought that was a great card. I know Bristow hates that card. <laughs> I mean, I thought it was amazing. He did really good for me for a long time. Future Stars David was another card that not a lot of people used. I thought was really fun. And lastly, Tots Ilicic. Uh, that's another card that I thought was incredible. Um, super cheap also. So if you want to pick that card up with Syria coming out soon, you know, you might be able to link it in. So... Yeah, it's an interesting one too. Obviously, with the Muriel looking like he'll get into the team of season as well. Illicit could be a decent little partnership with Muriel there as well. Zero, I'll go to you next. Who would you say your three or your underrated gems are in Armour Team this year? Um, so my top underrated gem, I've said this for a long time, is Road to the Final Draxler. <laughs> what a card. I know everyone's like, oh, he's clunky. Uh, that man does not miss. I swear. This man scores everything. I don't know what it is about his card. He's still in my RTG team. I think he's ever forever going to stay there. Uh, he can link across from PSG to the Bundesliga. Uh, so if you need that link from the, your team of the season, Neymar, uh, over to your team of the season, you know, Kimmich or what have you. There you go. He's your guy. Uh, phenomenal card for me. Played in my cam. Beautiful. Uh, aside from that, um, I did really like Illustrates when I used him. Uh, he hits every cross perfectly. Um, and I think, I, I think, I don't know if it's considered an underrated gem, but Vasquez, man. I feel like people definitely underrate him as a, as a La Liga Tots, and he's phenomenal box to box for me. No, he's a good cheap alternative. I know, obviously, he can play little, literally everywhere. He can even play the guy at wing back. If there are those guys out there who do rock a back five and Diego finally as well. Same question. Who would you say your underrated gems are in foot this year? All right. So I, I, I have three specifically. Um, I think the fact that this card is so underrated, I literally forgot to speak on him at the start of the podcast. I use team of the season Kunde and he's, he's really good. Um, his value. I didn't realize how cheap he was. Um, everything he lacked on that road to final we talked about is finally covered for here. And I partnered him with Varon and Essien in a three-back this weekend. 
and I think he he fulfilled his his uh, value. Um, he's really really quick. Um, he's agile and he can pass the ball, which is something that you know I I've really prided myself into giving him a fair review this weekend because everybody remembers how bad I bashed his road to the final card. So I think Kunde's uh, definitely a very highly underrated gem. Um, I packed uh, out of just a regular pack this year, prime Luis Hernandez. Um, he, to me, he's very underrated. Uh, I know he has a three-star weak foot, but he doesn't really have any bad stats. I mean, I, you just give him the engine and he's got insane pace. His shooting on his right foot is really, really good as well. And he makes very good attacking runs. His positioning is really good. Definitely a card that surprised me as well. So definitely Kunde, Luis Hernandez, and then my final underrated gem which to me, he's not underrated, but I don't think people rate this card as one of the best in the game. I think team of the season, Joao Cancelo, might be the one of the best fullbacks slash center backs slash wingbacks in this game, like top three. That dude, I got him out of my guaranteed, didn't expect to play him past Prem. I want him as my starting right wingback in a three, or right mid now in a three five two every single week now. I think... It's really weird the way his body type is. Um, he defends phenomenally. He's really quick. The four-star skills. Um, I, I love that card. And he's always getting forward. Yet I still see him somehow getting back and defending. For me, Joao Cancelo, everybody knows he's a good card. But I think he really might be uh, on some endgame. One of the best players that I can definitely see pro players, verified players using till the end of the game. A very expensive underrated gem there but now i can say i i, I, <laughs> I wait, wait, how, how much is he how much is he because i got him out of guarantee and i never looked on the market just i, I think, don't see him a lot so that's why last time i saw i think he was around 400k or so let's have a quick check here on footbin although i i know he was pretty priced last time i checked let's have a look here jow can sell right now okay 260k on ps and 225 on xbox okay steal I'll, I'll, yeah. steal steal take him home and you're bringing home elites or gold three or wherever you need to get, don't worry about it. He'll get it done. Right, I'll, I'll take it back there. He's cheap right now. Fair play. Fair play. And as we always do, we go through our three guests and where you can find them. Anto, start with you first. Where can people find you? Yeah, so that boy Anto on Twitter as well as Twitch. I stream Thursday through Sunday starting at 10 p.m. Central Standard Time. I go pretty late, you know, sometimes midnight, even later than that, so... Late at night, if you just want to get cozy, watch me do some weekend league, you know where to go. I'm going to be here. Maybe you can learn a thing or two about, you know, the style I play and I can help you guys be a better player. And obviously for those listening, obviously Anto and Diego, both verified players. And obviously I know Zero did say he got top 200, but that was on PC. Diego, where can people find you? Uh, everybody can find me on Twitch and TikTok and YouTube at Simply DGR. Uh, I'm live on Twitch five times a week, usually Wednesday through Sunday. Um, I'm getting moved back into uh, my family's house soon. So we'll have definitely a more strict time, uh, strictly on times, but it'll always be Wednesday through Sunday, uh, usually late afternoon. I want to say three to 4 p.m. Central. Um, I've always been a big guy on if you're going to run a road to glory and you want to see some success in it, you got to put some work in. So we definitely, we play with, uh, we grind a lot of objective cards. We definitely, I love to discuss, you know, what seems to be valuable for everyone going forward. And I'm just always in there to look to uh, have a good time, man. Not even if it's foot related, bro. Just as long as everybody's in there cooling. That's all I could ask for, man. Sounds good. And Zero, where can people find you? 
Uh, so you can find me zero IQ TV with an underscore on Twitch, uh, Diego. That's for you. Uh, but on uh, everything else, there's, there's no underscores. Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, all that. Um, I right now I'm, I'm transitioning my stream schedule um, because my girlfriend's going into nursing school, so she's gonna be up early some days. So I'm gonna have to figure that out. But it will be twice on the weekend and once during the weekday. Uh, and I usually go for around uh, 8 p.m. Eastern, which is, I want to say, 1 a.m. UK. Yeah, that's correct. Uh, so if you want to see some crazy pack look, you know, moments it on. Moments, yeah, or moments, uh, Puskas, uh, mid Pele, mid R9, team of the year, you know, CR7. If you want to see, you know, the best pack look out there, you know where to find me. Now, I will say out everyone that I know on, see on Twitch, Twitter, things like that, zero hands down has the best pack like i know guys at jose will like to throw the hat in the ring for being the pack king but hands down it's got to be zero but thank you very much guys if you've made it this far thank you very much for listening also if you've enjoyed this pod make sure to check out our other ones and follow us on twitter at for foot sake pod for all things fifa related and updates on future podcasts new episodes release weekly every wednesday so make sure you follow us on your preferred listening platform to be notified when we release our new episodes